if you don't do it any other part of the year, this is a part of the year to take some damn time for yourself. Seriously, you will lose your mind. You do not want to be the person who like lose their mind. If you have seen Home for the Holidays, I'm telling you, it's a thing I watch every Thanksgiving. If you do not she take does. some damn time for yourself, you're going to be that mean sister who ends up with like turkey, just juice all over her pretty dress, crying while everyone's laughing but not, but like also they are because it's just like no one's taking time for themselves and everyone's like, yeah, that's how I feel on the inside. So that's my be it action item. Take some damn time for yourself. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See It interview recap, where my co-hosts in life, Brad and I are going to dig into the infectious convo I have with Amber Shaw. Oh, the, yeah. The good kind of infectious, by the way. <laughs> in our last episode, if you haven't yet listened to that interview, feel free to pause this now and go figure out how to listen to that one on whatever podcast platform you listen to, and then come back and join us. Or I think sometimes if you listen to this one and you just keep listening, it will just go through the list. It depends. I actually don't know how to work my own podcast app. So, you know, let us know. If you're looking at all episodes of a podcast, it will just go to the next one. That's true. Yeah. But if it will, if you're looking at your what's Listen going to be played it. next, then it's going to jump, jump from pod to pod. This is why we have Brad, everyone. This is why we have him. It is a party. Okay. So, um, y'all, we are actually gearing up to plan our road trip. Uh, is this our fourth year road tripping or our fifth year road tripping? Four. Four. This is the only the fourth time that we've done this nonsense. Okay. So y'all back in 2018, I was in protest about flying to the East Coast. It's a long story, but you cannot get a flight to Philly from LAX under $1,000 nonstop. So $1,000 with a stop, usually in a state that has snowstorms and like always- Detroit or something like that. Chicago. Chicago. Denver, and always a red eye. We never got one during the day. And twice, the only times I've ever fallen asleep on a plane, there was an emergency and all the lights turned (laughs) off. And even Brad was like, are you kidding me? So in 2018, I said I would not go back unless we drove. And Brad said, okay. So we rented too small of a vehicle and drove across the country with two dogs. We didn't have three yet. And it was so fun. It was so fun. And the whole time we went, I was being DM'd on Instagram. Are you teaching classes? And I thought, oh, people people are home during the holidays. So then the following year, we did a pop-up and we did eight city tour and it was so fun. And then obviously year number three, well, we all know what 2020 was. So we're back. We are road tripping again. We road trip last time, but this time we're going to take more than two and a half days to get across the country. And yes. We're going to make some stops. We are. We're going to make some stops. And they're they're not um, they're not locked in just yet, but we've got... No, so there's um, still time to get your city on the list. Yeah, we've got quite... Uh, we've got an exciting schedule uh, yeah. that's going to take us um, from 
here. Vegas up to New York City. Yeah. To down to Miami. Yeah. Uh, and then Through cutting Texas. back across uh, across the country there. So what is um, set in stone is Atlanta on the 28th. Right. And somewhere outside of Philly on the 19th. And a Miami hot spot. It's hot on the 30th. But other than that's all I can say. So if you are excited about that, then you're going to want to get on the list. Um, you know, just below there's a show note. Get on the list on our email. We will let our our email peeps know exactly what is happening and how to snag your spot. Yeah. Yeah, just make sure you're on our email list and you'll find out about it for sure. I'm so excited. You know how you get on the list? You can get that free class and then you'll just be automatically on the list and you get a workout. Works too. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. Okay, so what question we have this week? All right, so this week, uh, the first question uh, we had was, uh, how do you know if you are overcommitted? Yeah, so um, I uh, I got this question actually from our panel we had at the house. We had a pop-up at the house, our first one. And um, this question was asked to me and the other amazing women on the panel, one who's been on the podcast and one who's going to be on the podcast. Um, so shout out to Erica and Megan. And they had great answers, but I thought it'd be fun for us to share the answers with all of you. So how do you know if you're overcommitted? This is like a really interesting question. I think sometimes you know after you've overcommitted. <laughs> <laughs> Usually that's how it happens. When things start falling out of the sky... Um, figuratively, um, you know, meaning plates start dropping, then uh, you start to realize, oh, I'm not being effective. I'm, I'm actually not serving anyone. Um, definitely know how that goes. Having uh, had three business partners and a spouse uh, with three different companies and a spouse who had a company too. Um, and I really was um, kind of spinning, spinning my wheels. Um, I was still making everything like I was meeting deadlines, generally speaking, but uh, nothing was growing. It wasn't actually, you know, it was a crazy couple of years of, you know, nonstop, all day long kind of a um, non-sustainable uh, effort. And um, by by pulling back and uh, shifting, focusing, um, suddenly uh, one thing started to grow. And that was very exciting to see. It also made me kick myself because I didn't need to wait two years to figure that out. He means working Three? with me. I do. And you know what made me think of? Okay, so very few people will remember this, but if you are listening to this and you remember this show, let me know. So when I was a little girl, there was a show called Shusha. And it was like a talk show, like, I don't know what you call those shows, um, variety shows and she was Australian host and her name was like XUXU and somehow that was Shusha. I don't know. It's an Aussie thing. Maybe I'm wrong. Australian listeners, Jojo, I hear, I know you're listening when you're dog walk. Let me know if you remember this. It would be 30 years ago. Anyways, she had these tall boots and she had this guest on and he had all these plates on a stick and he was like, run around the stage and he would like spin a plate and he'd run around and the whole thing was like, how long can he keep all the plates spinning before they fell? And it was thrilling and stressful for a nine-year-old all at the same time. And that's what came to my mind while you were telling your story. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, we okay. I'm not, I'm not going to look that up, but I, I'm going to take your word for, for that. 
Anyways, I want to know who who knows who Shusha is, and if you watch the show and if you remember that person. Okay, um, one hundred percent. I think um, what one of the guests uh, at our at our panel, Megan said, was like when you get resentful, like when you're like when you when you go to do the thing and you're resentful that you said yes to the thing, that is a sign you've overcommitted. Um, I I think crying is a sign you're overcommitted. <laughs> Right. Overwhelm. That like incredible overwhelm. That overwhelm. Debilitating. Yeah. Because you know, like this is exciting and also you're so tired. And so for me, um, I've gotten a lot better. What I shared with the group who was here at the house is I said, I'm so grateful for my husband because he's just like, you could just cancel. And like, he's a rebel. If you know the four tendencies, someday Gretchen Rubin will come, will respond to an email if I send one to her. And (laughs) So don't, don't shout her out. Like I haven't actually emailed to ask her, but she wrote the book, The Four Tendencies and Brad's a rebel and I'm an upholder, which means if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it, whether I told you or not. And it's very hard for me to let go of something I said yes to. And Brad has taught me that it's okay (laughs) to cancel something. And what I said to, to the group was like, we're not brain surgeons. It's okay. If we say, I'm so sorry. I know I said yes to this, but can we do it a different time? Because it's, it's not life or death. So anyways, I loved that question that we got the panel and I wanted to share it with you. Um, so I hope you enjoyed it and I'd love to know your responses. Yeah. I know how much you're enjoying this show. Me too. If you're looking to make more time for you and have more energy, get my free 30 minutes Pilates class at onlinepilatesclasses.com slash be it pod. If you're new here or haven't done this yet, this is a great way to start making yourself a priority. So head over to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash B-E-I-T-P-O-D. Now back to the show. Okay, now let's talk about Amber Shaw. Amber Shaw, uh, who we both know. uh, We love Amber. IRL, is on a mission to help women find food freedom by skipping the dieting vortex. She is a mom of two, divorcee and ex-corporate saleswoman turned entrepreneur and podcast host. She is a force. Her energy is infectious and you will fall in love with her uh, very straightforward personality and her advice. Um, it was a very fun episode. Did uh, you like it? I did. I <laughs> I mean, I also know her personality from hanging out with her. And so it was, I could, I could actually see her, you know, in my mind, like being herself together with you. I thought it was great. Or you can watch it on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. I was not producing it from the video. I was producing it from the audio, but as we do, (laughs) but it is, she, she is amazing. And I actually, we met her together in person in real life, um, in Austin, Texas earlier this year. And um, the two of you are like karaoke lovers. So, um, I was so grateful for her cause I was like, bye. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyways. Um, one of the things I love that she talked about was therapy and the importance of it. And I, mm. I think I will, every time someone brings up therapy, make this a point that I love because sure. as I tell my therapist, therapy needs a rebrand for whatever reason we think you go to therapy when you're broken, but like therapy is like laundry. You just, <laughs> you should just keep doing it. <laughs> so you <laughs> You know, because then when you're in because need, then you run out of socks. Yeah, you otherwise like maybe some people do therapy like they do their laundry, like they wait till they're out of socks, out of underwear, all the things. But if you keep up with the therapy and your laundry at the same time, then it's kind of nice maintenance. And um, so I just think that no matter what month it is, I don't care if it's Mental Health Awareness Month or regular month. Therapy is something I will always love when when people bring it up, and you too should find a therapist. That's a great rebrand. 
Yeah, on laundry. <laughs> Therapy is like your laundry. Keep doing it regularly. <laughs> I love that. Do it so you don't run out of underwear. <laughs> That's, what's another tagline we can go therapy it's it's like you're i don't know i'm not good at this i'm not a marketing person anyways yeah. it comes out or it doesn't okay that's that what i love what did you love? really funny okay I, <laughs> I i was i was laughing really hard um well i was laughing really hard at you about that but uh, she <laughs> said something that i really connected with and i have shared on the pod before um so i'm not going to tell my whole story on that here but she said um um, it was obvious that she wasn't eating enough calories and, uh, um, you know, that's a, it's, it's funny. I wonder if that goes hand in hand with, um, you know, for, for actually, you know what, for me that happened after I, while I was going through a divorce for her, that was just the way she grew up. You know, she was, um, uh, basically completely, uh, uh, connected with magazines and diets and working out and all the things to the point of obsession where it was uh, detrimental to her and she wasn't eating enough. Um, but what I wanted to talk about instead was um, uh, stop looking at food as calories in and calories out, uh, which also something that she she shared. And I think that the um, that's not something I ever had to personally tackle. Um, I actually had to do the reverse where I had to start counting calories because I wasn't eating enough calories. Um, when I got to the point where I felt like I had, I was eating enough calories, then I just kind of stopped doing that. She talks about freedom with food and she talks about, uh, building up your, your food experience, your relationship with food to the point where you can splurge on a Thursday night and not freak out about it. You know, not freak out about the calories that you may have consumed because you're on a regimen, um, for the rest of the week you know, or whatever, uh, you're, you're, you're being consistent about it. And, um, I just wanted to, uh, encourage, um, uh, you know, others who are really dealing with that kind of a, um, association with food to connect, uh, with Amber yeah. because she, um, you know, I'm, I'm clearly not the spokesperson for that, but she is, and she, um, you know, has come through quite a journey, a relationship with food to where she can enjoy eating. Yeah, uh, and it they became very obvious uh, um, from listening to her story. Well, I I have brought on um, a couple. Like we've had Giselle before. We've Amber Giselle as well. We've got sure. someone coming up because ladies, we keep outsourcing our worth and value to a scale, and we have to stop. Like the size of your jeans is determine the amazingness that you are, and being it till you see it. You cannot do that if you're like allowing a number on a scale or what's on your plate to determine if you did a good job today or not. And so I will continue to bring these amazing women on until we have overcome this thing. And it might take us years because I was definitely raised with the magazines and um, with the with the women. And I, I told um, Jen, Jennifer Van Bartefel Pay, I said, I grew up with these magazines and I'd rip out the articles and I was trying to be these girls. And and you know what? I actually can't blame the magazines because I'm going to be really honest. I was listening to her and another woman talk on Jenny's podcast this week that we actually are, sometimes we're inferring a different thing. Like I was listening, I was looking at fitness magazines and I was inferring a different size on these women than was actually there. And so I think we have to um, take ownership of that and have some more fun in our lives and and not judge like every meal based on like whether that was enough because we have bigger things to do then worry about that. So I'm glad that that was your takeaway. And yes, reach out to Amber. She's freaking awesome. 
<laughs> freaking awesome. Amber's freaking awesome. Amber's freaking awesome. We will not make <laughs> that, a song that up just, for anyone. That just happened. Okay, all right. So finally, let's talk about the be it action items you discussed with Amber Shaw. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your combo with her? She had so many. She she did. She she actually had uh, quite a list. And she said consistency is the name of the game uh, with moderation and satisfaction. And I, I thought that was awesome, um, you know, because it's like a step-by-step approach. Um, but... That's not what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about, um, um, you know, something that I personally have experienced, which was the divorce uh, scenario. And she said, it's so hard, uh, especially when you're in it, you know, and life is a a mess. And, uh, you know, she said to grow, ask yourself, why am I going through this? What lesson can I learn here? What is the purpose of this? And first off, I just want to say, if you can ask yourself that, you know, right away, you are uh, more objective than I. You're being uh, it till you see it. You don't even need this book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I certainly couldn't uh, look at it from the a third party perspective um, until I had had actually uh, started to uh, just kind of my life was wearing uh, uh, my life was beginning to fall apart, and my 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 relationships, my work, my friends, everyone started to see like me getting frayed. And it wasn't until that point, which was, you know, six, eight months in that I really um, started to realize I can't do this forever. I can't maintain this lie um, that everything's fine and nobody needs to know, um, you know, the, the, my, you know the ex- what I was going through with my divorce. And it was only at that time that I began to say, all right, what's, you know, what's the other side of this look like? Um, you know, okay, I am going to get a divorce. There's no way around that. What does that mean for me? How it means you get to marry me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know me yet. Don't worry. Don't freak I, out. It wasn't that kind I did of thing. Not. But, uh, you know, it, and, and, and that was kind of the beginning of the, the change in, in me. And so anyway, I would encourage you if you're going through something really dark and it's, you know, haunting you, if you can, uh, write down, why am I going through this? And then write it down. Because it's hard to just think about it because I know the the thoughts just go in circles and, you know, you review every conversation and everything that ever happened uh, around it. But what lesson can I learn here and what is the purpose of this? I love that you said write it down because it's true. You're going to replay everything in your head and that's actually the worst place to replay it. Oh, yeah. Get it. Your pet, your skull's only so big. Get it out and put it on paper. You have more paper than you have space. Yeah. And if you have trouble sleeping, um, you know, put on some music um, and, and instead of letting your mind wander, focus on the music uh, because that was something that my mind, I mean, I, I could, I could lay awake in bed for hours and hours just like thinking. Um, and if you are instead focusing on something else, intentionally focusing on the music, let's say, then you're not letting your mind dwell on, you know, the pain. So. Yeah. I love that takeaway. My biggest takeaway was, I love the way she says it too, because she's got that accent from, she's got that accent. It's so good. She's like, take some damn time for yourself. Yeah. Did I do it, Ralph? Did I do it? Uh, Amber, let me know if that was good enough. <laughs> um, y'all, seriously, of course I would love this as a takeaway. It is so important, especially right now especially right now, if you're listening to this in timestamp order, 
It's almost Thanksgiving in the States, which means it's almost Christmas no matter where you live on this planet. And this is when people be crazy. There's a lot of demands. You feel like there's all these things you have to do. There's some traditions. There's probably some recipes you're supposed to be making from scratch because who knows what? No. <laughs> Before right. you- your, your in-law's famous apple pie that you somehow got saddled with making and bringing to dinner. You know what my parents did that I like have always thought was genius as a kid? They just always signed up to bring bread. So <laughs> look, listen to me. Look, I'm like, look, I'm on the YouTube. Listen, if you're on the podcast, you must. This is the, if you don't do it any other part of the year, this is a part of the year to take some damn time for yourself. Seriously, you will lose your mind. You do not want to be the person who like lose their mind. If you have seen Home for the Holidays, I'm telling you, it's a thing I watch every Thanksgiving. If you do not she take does. some damn time for yourself, you're going to be that mean sister who ends up with like turkey, just juice all over her pretty dress, crying while everyone's laughing, but not, but like also they are because it's just like, no one's taking time for themselves and everyone's like, yeah, that's how I feel on the inside. So that's my be it action item. Take some damn time for yourself. Skip the turkey dressing. Please. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just bring some bread. I'm Leslie Logan. And I'm Brad Kroll. And thank you so much for joining us today. We are so freaking grateful for you. And this is a month of gratitude, but we are grateful for you all the time. How are you use these tips in your life? What are your favorite takeaways? Screenshot this, tag us, tag Amber Shaw. Let us know because it really does mean the world to us and it's the best way you could thank us. And we will see you on the next episode. Bye for now. of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. You see it is a production of As the Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Kevin and Bell at Desenio handle all of our audio editing and some social media content. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music, and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Cioffi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mondal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast. And our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week so you can. And to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. 
And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.